Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. I have represented different types of criminals who have done horrendous crimes. Yes, including the one who murdered Karabo. Today is Karabo Mukwele. I now know how it feels. I now know what the family of Karabo went through. Yes, I did my job, but I now know how it feels like. And from this moment on, this is my pledge. You come to me, you say you've raped, go to hell. You come to me, you say you've killed uh, your girlfriend, go to hell. I have represented different types of criminals who have done horrendous crimes. Yes, including the one who made a- So that was earlier on today at uh, Tsirovato Police's funeral, and that you were hearing there was the voice of Dumisang Katake, who is Tsirovato's uncle, who eerily represented the boy, the man that killed Garabamukwena not so long ago. That is eerie. And he, as you could hear, is saying that he will never represent another rapist again and so on. I thought that was chilling. Who do we have on the line? We have Garabamukwena's uncle, Tsepo Mukwena, who joins us now on the line. This conversation is bigger than Tsirofazo today. It's about the young lady who died the other day, Naledi Pangindao, as well. It's about many young women who have died at the hands of our brothers, our uncles, our friends, our our beloveds. It's about that conversation. And I want to thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. And and again, I have to ask, how is the family doing, Tsepo? Good afternoon. How are you, ma'am? Well, um, I don't know. How is the family doing? How are you doing? Uh, well, obviously, the death of Tsehofazo um, Pulo brings the bad memories. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm getting so many calls. Mm-hmm. and uh, But yeah, we're hanging there. Um, I think uh, the Pulo's family, um, they are worse off because the perpetrator is not arrested. But yeah, we have sent a message of condolences to um, the uncle, who's an attorney. But yeah, um, when we thought that we're forgetting about this whole thing, um, it's coming. I mean, more so that the same uncle was yes. the same yeah. person who actually defended the perpetrator. So this interaction is for me quite quite scary because you were up against this very uncle in court, right? Yeah. Hello? Yes. No, I'm I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm 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 trying to piece it together in my mind. This is the man who represented the perpetrator, which is your family member. Yes, yes, yes. And this is the man who today stands and says, Tsikhofazo was my family member. Yes. So, yeah, it's, yeah, you know, um, it, it tells you um, 
how we men um, do things, look at things. Because once something is far away from you and you don't feel the pain, you'll always say other things. And obviously, um, when he was approached to defend uh, Sandile, who um, is a murderer, he never thought of what he said. But it pains me. So, so this whole matter goes all and all to all men to say that you can be a man, go to another man and say, I'm feeling the pain. Or you can go to another man and say, listen, my uh, girlfriend is giving me problems or we are fighting. Then um, what the next man will say, take a gun and shoot her or do this. Or, you know, you can hang her or you can bend her and everything. So, um, so And someone will defend you and someone will defend you. Yes, yes, yes. So, so, so clearly we as men... We, 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 we are all perpetrators in a way, even though you have not done uh, the damage yourself. So here it is, um, the pain has came back home. Um, take me through uh, the healing process. If, 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 if the family has even begun the healing process, I, I wonder, you know, whether it's, it's still at that very first grieving phase. I'm not sure where you as a family are. Yeah, you know what? Um, we have not reached the healing process. Mm-hmm. I must tell you because um, you know uh, uh, because th- there's a program that I'll be launching very soon. It's called um, uh, Heal the Nation. Mm-hmm. You know, with uh, regards to gender-based violence. Um, what we have not done as a family is we have never sat down and 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 um, you know interrogated the whole matter to say what happened. Mm-hmm. Why did Sandile kill our daughter? And also to say, what is it that our daughter has done? Uh, was she wrong or has she uh, uh, bring so much sorrow into uh, as, um, uh, Sandile's life? Or was because of Sandile came from uh, um, a family where he, he adopted a lot of anger? So, so, so in that case, we have never healed because, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm had there as an uncle, my brother... Uh, who's the father of uh, Garabo is, is hating on his own. The mother is hating on his own. My my own mother is hating on his own. So, um, uh, so I can say that we 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 have not healed. We we still the, the pain is still there because we have never dealt with the pain. Uh, we have only dealt with the surface. We have never gone deeper. And I think that is the challenge of uh, lots and lots of of families who have lost their their loved ones. Our regards to the family, I don't think there is anything we can say um, that will make that pain go away. We we appreciate the time you've given us and our thoughts still go out to the family. Thank you so much for talking to us. My pleasure. Thank Thank you, sister. Um, I'm also going to be in conversation with a, a representative of the family uh, and also a co-founder of the Uyinene Foundation. You remember Uyinene's story? She was a UCT student that was murdered at the post office. Okay. Masimbulele Buso is the person who is joining us now on the line. Thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you and thank you for having me on the show. Let let me check in on the family. How how is everybody doing? Um obviously um when things like this um happen uh which is almost every day here in so in South Africa um it it does evoke those emotions again. Um it does um, make the family remember um 
the loss and the pain. However, the family is together, held together strong. Um, they're doing well. Um, I think the focus is on giving back and making a change, but also standing in solidarity of um, with the families that are going through uh, the same thing that mm-hmm. the family went through last year. Is there anything of you know in in terms of support that you feel? As a as a people, we haven't given you what what would you what would make it better? Hmm. Wow! Um, as a, as 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 a community and as a society, I think South Africa becomes very uh, much supportive in terms of this. You see a lot of people standing together and giving support um, when when things like this happen. We always reflect back of the support that we received um, last year when we were going through the same thing. And um, we are always amazed by how everyone just came together and just helped the family and supported the family throughout. Um, People are still supporting the family. There is a continuous support um, of the family. People have not uh, forgotten so I think people are doing their part when it comes to support. Um, however, there's so much to be done as a country, as a society, and as a community. Um, because, I mean, if we are still here mm-hmm. at the same place that we were last year, at the same place that we were when um, um, we experienced um, the incident of uh, Garab and so many more that um, didn't make it to the news, um, it's clear that we have a very long way to go. Um, and as, as a society and as a community, it's important that we come together and have these conversations of what are the long-term um, solutions to this problem. Um, I think it's important that we are supporting each other on social media, talking and speaking out. Um, but I think it's also very, very important, important and critical to go beyond the hashtags and go beyond mm. the posting on social media mm. to actually um, thinking and, and sitting and having honest conversations about the long-term mm. solutions to this program. Masimbulele, thank you so much for talking to us and, and our regards. Um, mm. And our, I mean, our thoughts are with the family. We do want mm. to know that we, we do remember and uh, mm. she remains in our minds as well and in, in our consciousness. Thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you so much for having us. Masimbulele Buso is a co-founder of the Uinene Foundation. Um, as I said, you remember Uinene. She was a young lady from UCT who was murdered um, by an employee of the post office, uh, wooed back into that place, and uh, the gruesome murder happened there. I'm in conversation also with somebody who I, I genuinely think sometimes will will bring a certain level of understanding um, because I, I I must say this has left me so dumbstruck that I don't know how to express what I'm feeling and and I was struggling with who who would we turn to for some sort of solace some sort of guidance some sort of an understanding because at the, at a time like this I, I can tell you now you you just kind of run out of steam you have no words you just have no words I I have personally no words and, and I'm sure you know I can talk a lot but I don't have words at this point I just want to listen to some voice notes and then we can introduce my next guest Day, It's Sidanga here from Bartworth 
You know, it's at this moment, I'm not proud to be a man in this country. I feel that the government, it's high time that, you know, the government, you know, creates a special, you know, special prison for people that are killing women in this country and raping women. I feel that our tax money is going for wasting when we have people that murder and kill our women. I think government needs to do something. You know, we, we are tired of this. We are tired of people that will kill women in this country and go to jail and then they'll sit there and they'll get parole and then that's it. Something needs to be done. As as, as one of the men in this country, I feel that, you know, we need to stand up. Men needs to stand up now. We need to have more activism by men, more than uh, women in this country because we are the root of all of this and we need to fix it as men. We need to stand up. Uh, Pimelo, most of men that I ever met uh, in this life, since I'm now 40, they are saying that they are concerned about the time wasted and money spent with their wives and all of a sudden they are cheating on them or doing something that is uh, uh, basically contrary to uh, their agreement so that is the reason why they beat them up or they kill them if it goes to a push and all that but forgetting that they came to this world without all those things i think they should um, understand it that they came here with nothing and they will go back with nothing if people want to stay with you if that particular wife wants to stay with you let her stay if she wants to go let her go good afternoon pamela this is morris from nelspreet you know it is very sad that each year almost every month a woman is being killed and uh, you know we always talking but nothing seems to be coming from whatever is being said even now this momentum of calling for justice and to say that a woman's life matters will die once all those uh, you know diseased are laid to rest it is just so sad i think something drastic should be done those people who kill other i mean those people who kill other human beings should also be killed that's it tit for tit thank you Mwisele Bota is my guest this afternoon, Commissioner at the Commission for Gender Equality. Thank you so much for making the time to talk to us this afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Pamela, and good afternoon to your listeners. I, I don't have much to say. I don't think uh, I have the language or the vocabulary to express my, my emotions now. What are your reflections on what's just been happening? Well, Pamela, uh, I mean, I, I should start by saying that the Commission sends its deep felt condolences to, I mean, Naledi's family, Tsukhufatu's family, but that's not enough. Um, uh, I think at the core of it is that uh, we should, in fact, uh, be having a state of emergency in, in our country. Uh, as we are, you see the response that we are showing with COVID-19. Mm-hmm. I, I sometimes wonder, I mean, I, I sometimes wonder why is it that we don't have the same, I mean, the same enthusiasm. Why is it that we don't have the whole country shut down? Mm. I mean, you know, you have levels of COVID. And, mm. and I, I wonder, is it because that, look, 
uh, women's life, you know, uh, is the, uh, you know available. The, the, it's uh, you know expandable. I don't know whether it's it, 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 it's something that would how we can live with it. That it's a our, our it's our new normal. So so I as we speak now. I mean, uh, I was saying, I was talking to my daughter this this, uh, this morning, and she was saying, but you know, you and uh, and other men have been in this for many many years. And, and and what does it mean? And I was saying to her that you see, when I let you, if we give up, now no, no, it means we are saying that we are disempowered, and that's one luxury we can't afford. And uh, with all what, and, and one has got to say that um, President Ramaphosa has shown visionary leadership. I mean, he has done a lot of, especially uh, vis-a-vis GBV, uh, and have his voice as, as a male leader, as a father, as a husband. But I wonder as to why is it that in this day and age now, we don't have a level where we say that, look, the whole the entire country will shut down. In the same way that we responded, we will not do anything, we'll just focus on. Because you see, here's the problem. We may have all of the resources, put them in, until and unless all of us can say, but look, uh, so far not fair. And by action, not uh, just, uh, you know, platitude and uh, what's they're important, but unless we get to that point where... And I, where we reflect like we're doing with COVID-19, we will not yeah. begin. Yeah, you know, I, I'm so glad you brought that up because my colleagues and I were talking about, um, so what what is it going to take for, for us, the world, for people, for society, for all of us to act and as an as and respond to this as an emergency as we as we're responding to COVID nineteen, right? You know, people brought up monies, monies were donated, foundations were formed, solidarity funds were gathered. You know, uh, institutions were put to a halt. Um, there, there is an emergency relief funds and and the economics of this country has come to a standstill, and everybody gets it, and everybody has bought into it. I, I mean, I hear you say that, you know, yes, enough has been done. But really? And I still say, you are not a woman. You're not, you're not a woman. And, and, it, and I don't know if it hits the same way as it hits us. What we are saying is that we admire and we respect our, all our leaderships, but you don't know it the way we know it and i know what you're saying mean you mean well but i'm yet to to believe that this society cares about the life of a woman i have not seen that demonstration words alone are not enough we haven't seen it we haven't seen it mm-hmm. so, so true so true the one thing that you and i and listeners
feminism or feminist matter every day. Imagine what would happen to this country, to the world. Mm. You know, because the, the one thing that uh, we, we all have to accept, Pamela, is that this is, in fact, our struggle as men. And unless, and I keep on saying this, and I, and I will not tire, that unless we have as men in the forefront, and some of the voice notes are saying the same thing, unless we are in the forefront, unless we call each other out, you know, uh, I, the chances are that we, we, will, we will become your firefighting. Chances are that we will always close the stable when the horse is bolted. Yeah. Let's go quickly to Ndadabota, if you don't mind. We're going to take some calls and then uh, we'll come back with your response. KD in Kimberley, good afternoon. Good afternoon, ma'am. Afternoon. afternoon, Well, Katie. for me, this issue, first of all, let me do say that uh, as men, it's not a matter of we don't feel the pain as women. Actually, we do understand the pain of, of uh, abuse of violence against women. But for me, I always say, here in South Africa, we do not have a special case of violence against women only. We have got a special case of violence against men and women. And until we address this issue as an ideology and system of violence in our society, we will have a lot of campaigns, we will have a lot of talk shows, and we will have a lot of emotion about these things. But at the end of the day, they are not going to change the thing patterns in society about violence. Okay, Katie, let me just ask you this question. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask if we can quickly just do this because um, uh, Utile is waiting and standing by. So you are right about the fact that we have got a, a, an issue of violence in this country. But if you put together the violence perpetrated against men and the violence perpetrated against women, and then we park the, the woman bit aside, say that we don't talk about women. Okay, but we just talk about the violence perpetrated against men. Who's perpetrating that violence? Is it men or women? Who's killing other men? Men are killing men. That's it. So that's where men, there's a distinction. Men killed men. They kill women. But yeah. what I'm, I'm so, talking so about so the is killer is is they, common, right? We've got a yeah. common killer here. The killer remains a man. Mm. So think about that a little bit. And, and I'm going to ask that if you still have something to say, I'm going to just park it for a minute and then we go to the headlines and then I'll give you all the opportunity in the world to respond to it. Um, uh, do you want to respond to him, to Kid Tegidi? Well, I, all I wanted to say was that, and I just said it, Pumila, that uh, I mean, studies and data is there that the majority of people that are receiving it are, are women. I mean, I, mean I, I, I want us to reach a point where uh, we don't, I mean, these arguments, you know, where, you know, it's them and us, I don't think are helping us. Hmm. All right. Um, Kandisa, you're calling us from Matlosana. Hi. I'm well, man. I hope your, your line doesn't sound too great. Go ahead. Yes, good. Pimeno, you know what? Uh, we have been talking mm-hmm. about this issue for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we made a lot of forums. Mm-hmm. Uh, we people have been spoken. Men, we had for men's forum. They've been speaking, mm. but uh, I have a different view, Pimelo. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Pimelo. All of us in South Africa, men and women, if we can stand up and petition the constitutional court, at least they must uh, 
petition also the, the, the parliament. They must check in law, in the constitution of this country. There's no way they can amend the law to bring death penalty because this thing of we are we always marching, uh, speaking to say men, men, men. Women are dying, Oh, Candice. Okay, that that line has failed us. Candice, let me let me let me just put you on hold, and then we can try and sort your line out. In the meantime, let me go to Uzile Saku for the latest in headlines. It's two thirty. You're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. Absolutely. At the time like this, you just don't have words. But I'm the victim also. I was on my first marriage. My husband committed suicide uh, with my one-year-old daughter. And, uh, yeah, apparently he was planning to also kill me. That was in 2007. Today I'm... 42 years and to tell you the honest truth uh, the news that we hear it's not bizarre to me but yeah it's kind of hard when you really think about it but yeah I'm fine now I got a daughter I got a son I'm in a happy relationship yeah I just feel for the family thank you for the platform Good day, Pimelo. In South Africa, we don't have jails. We've got correctional services. So the law doesn't bite. You kill somebody's child, you go to, to correctional service. All right, so we're going to sort that out. It's my, my apologies. We Good day, Pimelo. In South Africa, we don't have jails. We've got correctional services. So the law doesn't bite. You kill somebody's child, you go to, to correctional service, you enroll for a degree or a diploma. After five years, you get parole, you come out, you demand a job. That's it. So we have to live without, we, 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 we must accept to live with it. As long as the laws doesn't bite, there's nothing we can do. The law must bite. All these things will end. As long as the law doesn't bite, we are going to carry on with this cage. Thank you. James in Johannesburg. Uh, hi, Pamela, your team as well as uh, uh, the listeners of SAFM. You know, uh, Pamela, I keep asking myself, why do we need a government intervention for us as men to not to harm other people? Why do we need to be told? Why do we need to be policed um, in order for us not to harm uh, women you know it's 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 quite deep really the root cause of this thing uh, Pamela remember we have not dealt with the with the way a boy child is socialized and that is where we are actually not getting it right we can come with all sort of speech and functions and programs but until we address the manner in which a boy child is socialized we are definitely doomed. Thank you, Pamela. It's coming middle back. Good day to you. Good afternoon, Pimelo. This is Yafarin from Kamalake. Look, uh, all killing is wrong. Let's be real. Let's not uh, focus on one killing by one another. Let's just focus on all killing. Killing is wrong. 
totally and let's go against all killings not killing by women not killing by men all killing is totally wrong let's go against all killing let's stop killing each other let's let's have those campaigns let's not focus on one thing and then leave the whole bigger picture killing is wrong yeah you see that that actually gets me wind up that gets me really, really worked up because I can tell you now, and let me bring in my guest again, Mwisa uh, Lobota, who's a commissioner at the Commission for Gender Equality. And I want you to respond to this one and then we'll continue with the others. Let's deal with all killings. There are different degrees of killings in the same way people understand different types of deaths, right? And so oftentimes when there is a murder of a man, the courts talk of the motive. That's the first thing people look at, the motive. And the motive for a man who is killed by another man is very quickly, that motive, whether you like it or not, very quickly kind of gives you the reason why it happened. So the guy was either, it's a criminal motive, I wanted to get something from you, or he's a hitman, someone sent him because there's a broken deal. But but the, the motive is central to the murder. No one just kills a man for the sake of just killing a man. That's the point. And that's where the differences are. And with the, whereas with a woman, if you can explain to me what the reasons are for a young woman who just decides to go, who literally leaves campus, doesn't know the man at the post office, walks to the post office to get mail or to send mail, and is told by the guy on the other side of the counter who she's never known before, go and come back and on her coming back kills her. What's the motive there? What's the motive there? There is a distinct difference. It's not murder is murder is murder. No. The cases where women, the motive is just bizarre and it only has come down to just it being because she was a woman and I either had fetishes or whatever it is that you had are far too common and cannot be similar to why you have murder for men. It doesn't make the other right, but don't nullify the pain that women are facing because it is unique to women. So true. Pamela, it, it goes back to again, you know, in America, um, at, at, the, at the onset of the Black Lives Matter. Yes, it was this hashtag, all lives matter. Absolutely. You know, and, and again, the difficulty is that uh, it's not true because you are killed, killing simply because you are black. Correct. You see, you, you are killed, killing simply because you are a woman. You, you don't know this person from a bar of soap, but then this person looks at you and, and is that this, this someone that I can kill, I can rape. You rape because you can. They, they, because there's nothing about sex, it's about, it's about power. In the same way, I mean, when we deal with racism, we must deal with sexism. We must also deal with patriarchy. We must also deal, and let's, let's, let's just simplify these things. We must deal with the power that we have. And, and one of the uh, voice messages, I think, just coming from uh, Tlekstop, uh, um, uh, mm-hmm. who, who said something fundamental. It is, how do I raise my own grandchildren? What do I say to offense, uh, to Lereku? Le what do I say to Kiorapesi? I mean, when they look at my granddaughter, Sokanyu Kagambe, 
What do I see? Do they see a full-fledged human being or do they see someone who, you know, is inferior, someone who's less of a human being, someone who is just an object? And that, when I keep, and that for me, is at the core of why women are killed. And, and, and Pumelo, if you, if you, an argument, if I go out now, at night, while I live in Pretoria, chances are that I'll be afraid Main of one thing, I'll be marked. Mm. I'll be marked. But and then if the the two of us go out in, in, in the street in Pretoria, you you walk wherever you walk. Chances are that you 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 you're going to to fear that I'm going to be raped. The difference here is that you would be mugged for something. It is the something yeah. they're looking for from yeah. you. From a yeah. woman, it is the you they're looking for. It's not the something. It's That's your the body. difference. Yeah. It's your body that they're looking for. It's that because, uh, I mean, it's a fair game. And you're right. For me, it's that I would be, I would be killed. I would be for something else. Yeah, because there's a cell phone. Correct. There's a car, there's money, you know. Uh, and, and chances of me being raped, unless they were in war, chances of me being raped are next to zilch. Anonymous, you're calling us from Nelspreet. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Anonymous. Good. Uh, I just want to separate these uh, incidents because I see like it's like a, a conflict of women being killed by men without a reason, maybe. I'm from a situation where I had a wife. Then this wife, I, we were like married for over 10 years. She decided to leave me because I was unemployed, I was broke. She left me with a five-year-old child. Then now she wants to come back after five years, when the child is 10 years. She told me I was broke, I didn't have anything. She, 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 like, she left with guys. She was drinking every weekend out. I didn't kill her because I knew what I wanted in life. Now she comes back, she finds me with another woman because I already moved on with my son. See, she broke my windows, my house windows. She wants to come back and says, yeah, uh, everything that is in this house, we put 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 together with my men. So why didn't you you call the police, Anonymous? I I went to the police and reported. Mm -hmm. They said, this is your wife. You, You paid Lobola to this wife first then you need to have two wives. Take care of her because you are the husband of this wife. So it's, it, it, it's a catch to 22. So if, if I was like weak in mind, I would have killed her a long time. But because I know would, would life have, would have killing her people. Would have killing her made you feel better? Hence why I'm saying I decided not to do that because I know life deals with people better than killing the person here's, because they won't experience any pain here's what's if curious anonymous. To to, sorry here's what's curious in the framing of what you've said your reference is if i was whatever i would have yes. killed her yes it's problematic anonymous it's problematic because when a woman sits with a man who's problematic do you think the thought of I must kill him is the first thing. 
You have everything else. You've got the options of going. You've got the police. And let me tell you, even for women, the police say the same thing. Go back to your man. Go. It's not different how society protects men and how society protects women. Women are not protected either. Even if I go to the police, they're going to send me right back to the man. But do you see cases of where women are killing men because the man is Horrible, like you are saying, you know, he, he didn't like me because I can't have children. He didn't like me. Those things are normal. People don't always get along. Is the solution killing? It's a question. It's not about your relationship. Everybody has difficulties in relationships with friends, with family, with lovers. It's not that. It's why is it that men must kill the woman that she doesn't, he doesn't like to have a relationship with? Uh, let, let me put it like uh, this way. If you decide to to be with a person for, let's say, 10, 15, or 20 years, and that relationship doesn't uh, uh, sit Work well out. with you, or the situation of that relationship is, is, is not in a good way for you, mm. you sit down with the person, you tell that person that this is not uh, what I expected from you. Mm-hmm then you sort it from there. You don't just leave a relationship hanging. So the issue of men killing women, I, I, I think it can be solved from there, understanding the difference, where does this guy come from? And the, where does this woman come from? Until you get to where the, the problem is. Because sometimes, yes. like I'm telling you now, I'm raising a 10-year-old son now. He is 10. So, if so, I'm, I'm poisoning him, mm-hmm. if I will poison him about women, yeah. she will grow up hating women. Y- yes. But I bought a phone for him. I'm buying a time every month to call his mom mm-hmm. almost every day. Mm-hmm. The mom doesn't call. She is working, but she doesn't call. So what, 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 what do you expect of him when he, he grows up? It's a problem to him as a man growing up. I was raised by a man who taught me to respect women, to love women. I was phoning my mom every day, but sometimes I would phone my mom and say, I want to see you this weekend. His mom will tell him, I'm going to Mozambique. I will see you next weekend. Yeah, but it happens, find- it happens to women too, Anonymous. That's the point I'm making. It's, it's, why is it that it, if it happens to you, it resorts to killing? I'm trying to tell you that those dynamics... Reverse the dynamics and change the sexes. It happens more than you realize. Do you know that that it happens? But, but we were born, we were born different, men and, and women. We were oh, born different. That's where the point is. So, what does that mean to you? It it means even if you can go to a workplace where like we are using like hands to work, like we are we are we can physically mm-hmm. you will find most women asking can you carry this from here to there can you please uh, unloose this i hear from... you i understand what you're saying about so the physiology we different to women okay so so i'm asking a, 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 a further question i'm saying i hear you that's where you want to go with this what does it mean that we are born different explain to me how it translates to what is happening now it means if you are doing something wrong to me, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit in a corner and cry. Mm-hmm. I will want to act to it. Mm-hmm. So, luckily, I was raised by a, a, a man and a woman. My parents never divorced. Mm-hmm. So, I understand every time when they were like having glitches, we, we won't see them 
like fighting in front of us. They were always smiling, talking nicely. Even if there were problems in the house, we didn't have food. They were always smiling, talking nicely to each other. So I learned from my father and my mother that this is how you treat a relationship. You don't just walk away and leave the other person desperate. Because the more I, I become desperate, I see you as an object that you came into me to use me for what I have. Now you, you've got something, you don't want to help me out of the situation that I'm facing. Then it's better for me to destroy you. Okay. Men come into our lives for different reasons too. Men come into our lives to use us too. Isn't that true? Don't men come into women's lives and also want to use them? Well, you're right that relationships are dynamic by their nature. I mean, people get into relationships for different reasons, and they also get out of them for different reasons. You can't have a one-size-fits-all, you know? Um, yeah. And that I mean, look, it sounds like it's a conversation that needs to happen over time. Uh, I, I appreciate the one thing. The one thing is that people are saying we need to raise uh, children differently and boy children differently. I worry because many people who are doing that work talk about not getting funding and all of that. I know that you also understand what I'm talking about. Mm. But I am also worried that while we talk about this long-term plan, we're not talking about today. So today, how do I live here and feel safe? Today? Well, you know, yeah, Pumila, I, I think uh, the, 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 the beauty about where I work at the Commission for Gender Equality is that in all the nine provinces, okay. you have offices, you have people on the ground, you have men and women who work under difficult circumstances. By the way, of all the Chapter 9 institutions, and I must mention this, it is the least supported financially. Yeah. I mean, every day we lose amazing people, mm. amazing in the nine provinces. Mm. You have educational officers, you have lawyers, brilliant mind throughout the nine so, provinces. So that, should saying, say, yeah? that, that says to me that there isn't, even though we hear it, the truth about who matters in its totality is not there. So people talk about let's fix this, but they're not willing to put in money to where you see the problem. You know, one of the gentlemen has said that, you know, how do we raise boy children? Even this particular gentleman just now, Anonymous, was saying the same thing. You do that kind of work. And many people who do that work just don't go, they don't get funding. Nobody uh, supports their work. Absolutely. But also it, it's how as a country we treat issues relating to gender. That, you know, it's one of those things. What is this, man? But come on, gender, gender, women, women. Mm. And this is the attitude we have. Do you know that if you, there are cuts, in, and ask this, in, in all departments, if there are cuts, the first place they'll go to is with programs focusing on women. What does that say about the, the psyche of this country, mm. the psyche of those that are leading us? Mm. What am I saying? I'm saying that uh, we also can't be despondent. I mean, with those mega, uh, I mean, uh, mega uh, resources that the city has, it's that in all the provinces, Pumela, I want to urge people to make use of those free services. There's a toll-free number that communities must use, really use. And if I may, if you allow me to give that number, that every day, phone the number, there is help there which is available every day in all the nine provinces. And that number, Pumelo, is 08, 0800 007 let me, let me put it, let me repeat it. Yes. 0800 
0614-104-709. That's a toll-free number. Important, important uh, help is there. With, with, within those uh, shoestring budgets, the Commission is able to, to answer the call, how do we respond to women's plight in this country? Thank you so much, Mbwise Lobota, who is a commissioner at the Commission for Gender Equality. It's 10 Thank minutes you, to 3.